Alright, everyone, let's do this. How's everyone doing today? I'm hoping you're having a fantastic week so far, are feeling great today, and are all set to spend an amazing weekend if you're not already enjoying some well deserved summer holidays. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes, and embracing challenges in life as well as being curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. Last week, we talked about making the best out of the time we have. We went over the importance of being mindful about all aspects in life, not just about the ones we enjoy doing. It is all about positivity, joy, and having a good attitude towards our big projects, as well as our small tasks, and choosing the people around us wisely. So if you haven't yet listened to the episode or would like to go over it again, please feel free to click play on episode 33, making the best out of the time we have. But now let's dive straight into this week's topic, which is all about destroying our toxic comfort zones. Usually when we talk about expanding or leaving our comfort zones, it's because we strive for excitement, new experiences and adventures, or just plain personal growth. However, sometimes that shouldn't be the sole reason. After all, it can happen that the comfort zone we find ourselves in is detrimental to us and maybe even the people we care about. In other words, if we don't pay attention, we could be within a toxic comfort zone without even knowing it. So what is a toxic comfort zone? Well, it can be anything from an addiction, which can range from drugs, sex, gambling, or alcoholism, to toxic relationships with the people closest to us. The main problem about these fixations is the immediate gratification most of them provide. So how can we know if we actually need to face these challenges? In order to tackle today's episode, we'll divide it into two halves. Firstly, we'll discuss the addictions and dependencies, and then finish the episode by going over toxic relationships. Now, we all know, or at least I hope we do, that having an addiction is bad for us. It's unhealthy when it reaches certain levels, it completely takes over our lives, and it can leave a lasting impact, not only on ourselves, but the people close to us as well. The thing is, when we think of addictions, we immediately associate it with the classics, which are usually substance addictions, like nicotine, alcohol, drugs, or medications. The problem is, one of the most dangerous types of addictions concerns our behavior, which can easily and unknowingly sneak up on us. Gambling or sex are well-known examples of it. But people can also be addicted to daily, seemingly harmless behaviors like working too much, spending too much money shopping or playing video games or watching TV for hours on end. The key is to naturally be very careful of those classics and well-known dependencies but to also be mindful of the ones that may not be as apparent, like the ones I just mentioned. So what are some signs that help us keep them in check? Well, the obvious ones are when we realize that we are spending an unnatural amount of time doing something regardless what it is. Now, how much is too much? That's up to us and definitely something individual. But we know when it is. (laughs) As a rule of thumb, if you spend over half the day doing nothing else except that one thing be it work, shopping, or watching TV, it may be too much. (laughs) 
One of the most important things is to be honest to oneself. After all, one of the biggest signs we're slipping into an addiction is a lack of control or the feeling of helplessness when it comes to staying away from that specific substance or behavior. Once these start to kick in and we give in to them, then we might not only be putting ourselves at risk health-wise, but may also start to see a negative social effect because we may begin to ignore our interpersonal relationships with others to focus on this new dependency. Now, sometimes this can also lead to mood swings and a change in people's personality. So be aware and honest with yourself if you're experiencing anything similar. But now let's move on to one of the more hidden but very dangerous comfort zones, the toxic relationship. Usually when we think of them, we immediately, or at least I do, make the assumption of a toxic, romantic relationship. This may very well be the case. However, today we want to talk about them in general, as there can also be toxic relationships within family members, groups of, in air quotes, friends, and or work colleagues. So what is a toxic relationship and how do we know if we may be in one? Well, it's any type of relationship with another person that lives off of manipulation, undermining, unhealthy competition, lack of support and cohesiveness, and most importantly, disrespect. Now, let's get one thing straight first. Fights do happen in any romantic, platonic, or professional relationship. There are ups and downs along any road. However, the difference lies within the frequency of these downs. The intensity with which the negative aspects outweigh the positive ones and the immense emotional, mental, and sometimes even physical toll it has on the people within them. Now, while oftentimes there are big reasons behind the creation of toxic relationships like negative past experiences, childhood traumas, and the like, sometimes toxic relationships just establish themselves out of an unfortunate pairing, which is just the result of incompatibility. For instance, two people fighting over every single thing because both of them want to clearly be in control, or one party that is super sarcastic and ironic while the other party has a very thin skin and feels offended by certain remarks that in this first person's mind may only have been jokingly, but don't come across that way to the latter. So regardless what the reasons are that created a toxic relationship, what are some of the signs we should be aware of when it comes to us trying to break free from them? Naturally, any form of violence or abuse, be it physical or verbal, should be a very clear red flag that has absolutely zero justification for tolerance. The reality, though, is that most often than not, people believe that because there is no apparent physical or verbal abuse, that they are not in a toxic relationship, which makes us wonder where other more subtle signs could be. One of the first things we can do is to look inward and try to get a feel of our state of happiness and joy. If we find ourselves dreading to meet with someone or we constantly feel drained, tired, grumpy and unhappy after seeing them, chances are they are not being a positive influence on you and you should reevaluate that relationship. Another big part is the feeling of dependency towards this other person. Is there a feeling of guilt or remorse when you try to live your own life without catering to their every need? Does your boss demand and expect a full weekend shift from you even though you have a 40-hour work week contract? 
Does your partner get jealous when you want to go out and meet other people and prohibits it or manipulates you into feeling badly? Or does your so-called friend talk their way into your head, making you feel like you owe them your new social status? These are all reality check questions we should be asking ourselves as if left unchecked, they can derail our mental health, our bubbly personality, and leave a lasting mark on a damaged sense of self-esteem and confidence. A huge challenge is oftentimes these people who are very manipulative create an environment that slowly turns into a new normal, which in turn becomes a very toxic comfort zone. And it is paramount to notice these more subtle signs so that we can break free from them and be able to consciously make the decision to want to leave it and with it, this person in question as well. So once we've made this decision, how can we best take action? Well, should there be any sort of physical danger, then we're not kidding around. You should definitely call the police. But let's hope we're talking about the not physically dangerous toxic comfort zones. Then you may want to talk to someone about it. Call that person up you used to trust with everything back in the day. Maybe it's a parent, a sibling, a college friend. It doesn't really matter. We all have someone we could talk to, even if it's just the cafeteria lady who brings us lunch every day. Talk to someone because speaking certain thoughts out loud definitely helps to further manifest them and internalize certain desired future actions. Now, you may also want to work through the toxicity with that person in question, as sometimes confrontation and constructive feedback may help this person to improve and mend their ways. However, if you don't see any results shortly, then the best thing is to destroy that toxic comfort zone and to not look back. Gaze forward into your bright future because great things may be just a few moments away once that stormy cloud has lifted. Guys, too often we create toxic comfort zones for ourselves. And I'm not saying that we're all addicts in the making, fighting against the need and desire of a substance or behavior while living in a toxic relationship with someone. (laughs) No, I know that fortunately this is not everyone's reality. And if it isn't, then we should definitely count ourselves lucky. However, we do need to be aware of the risks when we start seeing the first signs and let them slide. Just as people treat us the way we allow them to treat us, the same thing happens to us. If we indulge little toxic pleasures every time a little more, then just like a snowball effect, it may compound over time, which will just make the uphill battle a lot harder than cutting the bad behavior or relationship in the roots. I do believe that we should reflect on these things once in a while, even when they are not a predominant part of our lives especially as some sort of predictive maintenance to really make sure it stays that way. And let's be honest, we all have our moments of weakness where we give in. And that's okay. We're all human after all. The real important thing here is to be mindful, recognize it, and then try to counter steer and make the needed adjustments. Let's all try to focus on these things in the next few days. And should we really find ourselves inside a toxic comfort zone, either now or someday in the future, I wish us all the strength and support of others to destroy it for good. Thank you so much for sticking around until the end of the episode. I immensely appreciate it. And if you feel that someone else might benefit from listening to this episode, please feel free to share it with them. But for now, I wish you a fantastic day a great start into the weekend. And as always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, 
Don't be afraid to leave your bubble.